This is a drunk crowd with some single moms. Let's do it, man. This is this is the town I've been looking for my whole life. Yeah! Yeah, they're on that side. That's, that's the department. I mean, I've been traveling the country looking for divorced women, and I just found them. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some of the big news stories of this past week, and um, let's start with, are we really getting back Brittany Griner, or did the Russians clone Pete Davidson? <laughs> Russian Pete Davidson, indeed. Yeah. Now, Menuhin, do you think there's something that if you just smoke enough weed, you turn into Pete Davidson? You just start to morph it. You just start to just that hunch... Let her see back. It's, it's almost like the uh, the donkeys in uh, uh, Pinocchio when they drank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, 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 okay. Uh, first is I gotta say a week ago I never heard of this lady, which makes me think the quick route to fame is you gotta go to Russia and smoke some weed. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean I never fucking heard of her. All of a sudden she gets arrested for smoking weed. And now she's like the most famous person in America. We bring her back home, and she gets to go back to something nobody cares about. So, what a win. And now, let's look at the, uh, oh, this is also, uh, I like this picture. I don't know what was going on, uh, but it looks like she smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> it's almost like she's looking at the phone like, wait, you can make calls on this? <laughs> yeah. That's the same ch no, I'm saying it's the same chick. I didn't. It's like a construction worker. <laughs> I like how you're like, that's the same chick, and that's your people, so you should be able to. <laughs> All right, and then I, I like this one because he got this picture of Biden up at the White House, and he's clearly molesting this chick's mom. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the... That's her girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, I assume she had a hot mom. I didn't, I'm that, that's how not, that's not, that's how not progressive I am. Was I just assumed that had to be, well, that used to be his wife until Biden, you know, pressed his dick up against her and was like, hey, what's up? And then she's like, you know what? Maybe I'm into old men. <laughs> yeah, she's got bedroom eyes. She's like, okay, this is, maybe I'll go this way. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly the embrace of, like... Smell-o-vision. smell, -vision. smell -vision, yeah. Uh, where he's like, turn around, can I get a whiff of this hair? <laughs> uh, can I touch it? Yeah. Well, she's a black lady, so that's not a good idea. It, wor it works with three- or four-year-olds, because they don't fight back, but... You, you, tr you try that on a sassy lady. Yeah. All right, so anyways, but look at the... Look at the body language on that picture because that is like straight up when some chick is like softly making out with you and you're trying to ramp it up. I mean, I've been there. That's the ramp up move right there. That's the I'm going to press this up against her and hope she realizes I took a Viagra move. That's... <laughs> All right. So he was traded, she was traded for the Merchant of Death. They're putting the Merchant of Death back in the game. Mario. Yes, straight up, straight up. I was looking at, I was like, that. as far as Merchant of Deaths go, that looks like a fun one. Like, Mer dead like, like Freddie Mercury, what? Lord of War. The Mer she got traded for the Merchant of Death? I thought Vin Diesel got her out. Did anybody see that post with Vin Diesel? She needs to be out now. And I saw that post and then she was out. I was like, Vin Diesel has a fucking... <laughs> Now, here's what's so crazy to me about the merchant of death. So we've been saying that Putin's a war criminal. 
We've been saying that the Ukraine is the biggest atrocity of our entire lifetimes. And despite all that, we're giving him back the merchant of death. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know that any of these things are true. I don't know that this guy is the worst person ever. I don't know that much about him. I don't think calling Putin a war criminal was that smart. But I don't understand how you could look at what Russia's doing and say that this is the worst thing ever, like we can't support it in any capacity, and then give him back somebody who could potentially be helping him in the war that we're saying is unbelievably horrible. We can all agree that just makes no fucking sense, right? All right, next picture I came across was um, this guy, it was when they were arresting him, and like, doesn't that just seem like a lot of people? <laughs> I mean, he's one guy, and they don't even have him cuffed. Like, doesn't that, that almost looks like a picture opportunity. He's uncuffed, surrounded by four people, and I don't even know what he's wearing. Do you think they put that on him, or that's just how he got busted? It's, it's the Mario Nintendo uniform. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> oh, he actually, he's living the Mario lifestyle. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, just, just get him out of here. Yeah, like he was in Russia, Russia, and he saw Mario one day, and he's like, I'm going to make this my whole life. <laughs> I will be this character. All right. So that, that's all I got on the Merchant of Death. Anything else you wanted to throw in on that guy? I mean, th that's his own his birth certificate? Like, what's... <laughs> yes, it's actually Merchant of Death. That is... Yeah, he's actually a nice guy. He, he's not... I'm like, oh, Merchant of Death. Yes, I like... This is his name. What about Marcus? No mercy, no I bet he was straight up born with that mustache. <laughs> yeah, you come out the pussy like that. That was actually his mom's. That was actually his mom's Brazilian wax, <laughs> and it just got stuck on his face as he was coming out. And at that point, you can't get rid of that. Like his dad is the guy from Operation. You know. The, the... <laughs> All right, so what happened at DC orgies that cinema is switching to independent? Uh, so this was big that right after, you know, the Democrats, uh, um, I mean, Herschel Walker lost, which I think was obvious that that was going to happen. I, I mean, the fact that Trump ran him is just, I, I mean, point. By the way, this is my, my thought on Trump at this point is, what made him fun at first was he was entertaining and he was kind of had an underdog like quality where you couldn't believe he was winning and he kept winning and not only was he winning he was pissing off the liberals so it was fun now at this point he just keeps losing and whining about it like you know what i mean he went from like entertaining to just complaining that's kind of the change and the herschel walker thing i think is just proof of like that was his pick he said herschel walker will definitely win and he was about as successful as that pick as he was at getting us the wall he promised. So, you know what I mean? It's just like another strike of like, okay, Trump's not that great. Now, what I kind of enjoy about this is that she's got um, you go girl energy. Like, that's some Ally McBeal. Uh, Felicity, yeah. Felicity, yeah. That's yeah it's uh, legally blonde. It's like, it, you could write this into any movie as the, I'm an independent lady thinker, and I'm going out on my own to change the system. And what's funny is that she just left the liberals so they can't support her in her independent womanhood. You see what I'm saying? Like, how much fun is that that you've got, they're going to be mad at the independent lady for being an independent lady? Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it just becomes their own kryptonite where they uh, buy into 
these storylines, but then the second people don't fit those archetypes, they almost get more mad at them. All right. Um, what was that? Oh. Well, speaking of women, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this last week, oh, do you guys know this guy? For real? I went to college with that guy. And you drank with him? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's, he started, his friend was like, oh yeah, they used to be friends. And he was like, I barely even saw her. I don't, I had nothing to do with whatever that was. <laughs> Man, he, this handsome guy did some drugs in college, let me tell you. <laughs> All right. What was that? What did the drunk slut say? What was that? <laughs> wow. She didn't even get mad at that. She cheered it. <laughs> All right. What was it? Someone yelled it. Oh, I said yeah. she said especially if he was an athlete. That what? The drugs. Oh, I'm confused on that. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Business Insider. Nuclear energy official Sam Brinton, who is charged with stealing a Vera Bradley suitcase, has been accused of swiping luggage in an airport for a second time, report says. Now... It seems to, like, remember like with Me Too when there was one story and then a whole bunch of stories came out? Like, what is it about the news, like even with Cosby, like when they got Cosby, it started with one and then all of a sudden they were like, how many stolen briefcases do you think we're going to hear about? <laughs> like, isn't that weird? Like, once you break through the iceberg of one incident, then they just keep reporting on the incidents. All right, and then I would think if I was him, <laughs> uh... <laughs> If I was him, I would just go, well, I, I, I identify as a person who owned that luggage. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's as much in line with his current reality. Um, and uh, Menuhin, you think more bags of luggage are going to come forward? <laughs> it's like the Cosby thing, you know what I mean? three bags of just gone. This picture, Jesus. Right. <laughs> it's like an Oscar with anyway. Um, it, it's like he got his hand stuck in someone's ass. <laughs> like what even happened there? Uh, all right, now do you remember when we were in college? They warned you, like, uh, not to post personal things on social media. Yeah. That posting things on social media might prohibit you from getting a job. Yeah. That was something they told all of us: be careful with your social media posts. Well, apparently that's no longer true because this guy has a $175,000 a year. He's in charge of nuclear something or another. What? And this is on his social media. Are you serious? Yes. Is retired military guy? No, it might be too, but I don't know what puppy play is, but apparently this guy's really into it. So what puppy play is? Oh, wow, that was a weird one. Oh, my God. As far as heckles go... And this guy apparently partying with that dude in college is this guy who actually... <laughs> the guy who looks like a Labrador. <laughs> well, let me tell you about puppy play. Please, indulge us. Do you want to... You can, you can take the seat. I am... There's no... Oh. Wow, he just bailed on that one. <laughs> He, he, he was hoping other puppy enthusiasts were going to step forward. Yeah, he, he was going to be like, this is Kansas. He thought we were going to be outnumbered on that one <laughs> by other puppy play enthusiasts. All right, you're off camera. Indulge us. What is puppy play? No puppy 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry that we shamed you out of that. <laughs> he's he's going to call up one of his friends and go, hey, no, other people aren't into this. <laughs> no, it's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here you have him on the left taking a nice picture from his personal life engaging in puppy play. And then here you have him on, on the right where he's actually giving a college seminar <laughs> on how to engage in puppy play. Where do you think the tail goes? Look at that tail. Oh, I didn't even realize the... I think we know where that's going. I... Now, what's interesting is the dynamics of how. Like, is he twerking? And then the other guy's facing in the other direction type... I didn't think I wanted to. I wish he hadn't pointed that out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have nightmares of that guy doing this to me tonight. That's, I will, I will not be sleeping in Kansas. Let me tell you that. <laughs> but on the right, because I didn't have to go to too many college seminars, but that does have college. I'm gonna teach kids how to do this energy. Like, doesn't that? It looks like a like 4-H or some type of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> looks like a race almost. Like on your mark, and this one in the end is like, ah, I don't have to do this shit again. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think he like, was about to delve into? Like in terms of explaining this, like what do you think... Oh, I think, th I think these two had butt plugs. He was like, I was supposed to bring mine? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. He got dis disqualified. Like, Wait, I thought we were going to dress like the puppies on stage. Like, you guys are... Where does the peanut butter go? Oh, God. He said, he said where does the peanut butter go? All right, next up. Why Putin, by Putin scaling back is actually just proof that he's prepping to take over the world. So... The whole thing is we got to be afraid of Putin because he's always wanted to take over, over the world. He just didn't do it until we, you know, threatened to move NATO right next door. But that was like the whole thing was that he's on this Christian crusade. He's always wanted to restore Mother Russia. And now this was from Reuters today. Kremlin appears to scale back its ambitions in Ukraine. And so here's what they're scaling it back to. Uh, on Thursday, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov appeared to limit the Ukrainian territory that Russia now sought to incorporate to the four provinces that has unilaterally declared as its own uh, Donetsk, Luhats, Kyrgyzstan, and I, I don't know how to pronounce these. They sound like things you would say in a Disney movie. To, uh, <laughs> spell? It's like a magic spell. like <laughs> Something that would awaken like Beauty and the Beast or something. Whatever. No, but I wonder now that they're going like, yeah, we're good. We took these four shitty areas. We're good. Like, how are they still going to spin that Putin secretly wants to take over the entire world? If he goes into Ukraine, and I mean, they're claiming that the military couldn't even take the entire country of Ukraine. And then he's like, you know what? We just wanted these four pieces of shit. Like, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, all right. And that guy still wants to conquer the world. Sure. Uh, all right. So now this is AOC is under investigation for ethics fraud. Yeah! <laughs> uh, Menu, do you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck this is. All right. Well, it's amazing what, like, people actually uh, seem to get in trouble for. Now, she's not for sure in trouble. She's just being investigated. But essentially, as a wealthy, powerful elite, she went to a uh, get-together for wealthy, powerful elites by invite only 
and then wore a shirt that said, tax the rich on a designer dress that none of us could ever afford. So her brand is, let's go over after, I guess, other rich people, or let me be in, I mean, this is just pure modern day socialism where someone wants to pretend as if they're there to help while also just being extremely powerful and profiting off the fact that they are pretending as if they are being of service or helpful to other people. Like, you couldn't be doing anything that's more elitist than going to one of these uh, galas in designer clothes to speak out against rich people in power. So she's just, wait a minute. So she just shows up to the party with a dress against the party. Like, Right, so, but here's the thing about the ticket being like $35,000, and that's why I think they're trying to say that she's in trouble, it, but at the same time, the people that are throwing the party, uh, they want celebrities there, so I would understand why a comp ticket for, for powerful people, for powerful people, it's like getting celebrities into the club, so then other people want to buy the $35,000 ticket. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean she's profiteering, like, because they can give gifts of tickets. So I almost look at this stuff, and I, I look at it with, like, the Biden thing. I don't really care about, like, we all understand that, like, soft corruption exists. We get it. Senators' kids are going to be able to get, e get jobs more easily than the rest of us. They're going to be able to get people on phone calls that the rest of us couldn't get on phone calls. They'll probably get business that we can't get. Like, soft corruption is not that big of a story by comparison to all the stuff that we care about which is wars, the feds, and otherwise. You know what I mean? It's like, I, like the soft, like, this just doesn't matter. Fine, so she went to a party. Like, why don't we expose just the fact that it's ridiculous that she's wearing a Tax the Rich shirt while being the rich? You know what I mean? It's like, we can talk to the bigger themes, which are actually important. The fact that, like, if she were to go down for, you know, getting a free ticket to some luxury party, that the people who are throwing the party do benefit from her being there by, I, like, I just don't think that this is the height of corruption. That, I mean, that, that was kind of my basic takeaway. Uh, Menu, and you pointed this one out. This is out of Philadelphia. Why don't you let the people know the story here? Yeah, this, this guy knows. <laughs> I, love this. I love this. Well, basically, uh, a gas station in Philly had been robbed so much that the guy, he hired a military tactical squad to protect the gas station. And people were like, in, this, in the commercial, well, in the uh, news story, they were like, I don't know, this is a threat to our community. But I was like, these people, people were coming in and taking ATM machines and shit. So it's like, yeah, you got these guys, and there's been no crime since then. So... I, I like it for exactly what you guys are saying, which is privatized, which is, I mean, what showcases more than, hey, A, the cops aren't working, B, I don't need them, than just being able to hire a guy and put him on your front lawn with a fucking giant-ass gun and go, hey, we're good. We're good. We're good. And, what was that? Fundamental rights. Oh, that's not what I heard. Cool. All right. Uh, all right. So now we've got part two of the Twitter files, and all right, the Twitter files are pissing me off, and I'll tell you why. It's because um, I always knew everything that's being reported as being true, so did you. None of this was new information. Let's start with, okay, on this one, shadow banning. I know I was shadow banned. I know that I've been shadow banned. I understand that. We all know that shadow banning existed. The last fucking report was, firstly, we all know that the New York Post got pulled off of Twitter for the Biden story. It's not news to us that that got censored. We absolutely knew that it got censored. What was the other part from the first one? Because it was, oh, it was also that government was emailing them. We knew that also because Jen Psaki said it. She said that we're talking to, uh, to Twitter. So essentially, 
Everything that's come out is shit that we already knew. Now, I guess it's nice that it's being verified, but here's the problem. It's being verified by whiny cunt liberal journalists. <laughs> All right? And no, no, no. And I'm, I'm talking that... So here's the problem. So the whole time that we were saying that it was an issue, well, it's not an issue. But then when you get the stamp of approval from the mainstream cunts that have always been fucking cunts, especially this Barry Weiss bitch, <laughs> who I'll tell you why she annoys me. First is because I don't like other Jewish people. I'll be honest about that. I hear people like this talk, and I'm like, these are the people I got to spend... Passover satyrs with, you know what I mean? Like, it just brings me back to my childhood. So I'm not gonna lie, I am an anti-Semite, that's true, but... <laughs> um, but, to me, it's annoying that we're empowering the same people. I get the Matt Taibbi, I just, I've never liked his style. He might be more uh, accurate on other things. Barry Weiss, though, was very wrong at Corona earlier on, and then she just flipped and pretended like... Oh, well, I'm the knowledgeable one because I'm flipping early. Fuck that. Fuck that. For a year, you were on the liberal cunt douchebaggery of everyone needs to be vaccinated. Um, so I, I, I don't accept it. And the fact that Elon Musk... Who, all right. I hope that, he, firstly, this is better for my career. My Twitter following count goes up every day. Like, I am better off in this environment. I don't think Elon Musk is an honest actor. I think, if anything, he's probably on the Republican side of defense contracting. And so he just took back something because his contracts are more in line with the Republicans. And so we might be, at the moment, winning because he's restoring this platform for free speech. I don't think that this guy is totally out of government. Like, you know what I mean? I think it might just be like a different branch um, that we're playing with. But... Specifically here, as he's handing over the information to get certification from liberal journalists, I'm like, you're just kind of empowering the same system. Like, this is not like the new system where it's like anyone can interact and we'll let the market come forward with the best information. We're not going to censor. It's, oh, this is only good information because it's coming from the new school of, of, of liberal journalists. You guys see what, what, what I'm pointing out as being the problem? It's like you're, you're empowering kind of a new, it, this is almost like a form of censorship, not in the same way, but they always play, like kind of appeal to authority of here's the distinguished person with their credentials, and so now we're doing the same thing. Just make all the information available for every journalist to sift through and then write up the report on to hand it to specific people and empower them as if, oh, well, this information's real because it's being certified by Matt Taibbi. It's being certified by you're empowering these liberal fucks. So that was uh, my take. I know the I said... Slow, the slow roll. What was that? The slow roll. Oh, the slow roll is also annoying where it's like, just, just give me the information and you're still not giving me anything that's new. It's Jon Stewart talking about Wuhan. Right, six months after the fact, yeah. which go down the part of the problem archive because I, I had ranted about that because it protects the system because the system gets to pretend that that um, they had gotten it right but that they couldn't have done it earlier. And so that's like another form of kind of protecting their own ass where it's like, no, you've just been wrong. You don't get it. You, here, it's like a classic sales technique where once the market gets mad enough about something, well, government goes, oh, we're even madder about this. Right? They did, it, they did it with the Epstein thing. The Epstein thing, we didn't know about the whole Epstein thing. It used to just kind of be on the fringes. The Epstein's got a relationship with the Clintons. And then all of a sudden, they lose a Freedom of Information Act. And so, the, like, the FBI knocks down his door and goes, oh, this is outrageous. We can't have this. 
They didn't care about it before then. It was only because we cared. That's a classic sales move that they go, is that the second we become aware of something, they go, oh, we're even more upset about this. So you're right, it kind of falls into the exact same uh, tactic. I ranted a lot. Did you have anything? Uh... Okay, all right. So this was uh, a specific thing I wanted to read. Uh, but an internal SIPES memo from the October 22 after the seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that LTT had not directly engaged in behavior violating of hateful conduct policy C here. So this was specifically Libs of TikTok. Now, Libs of TikTok is a fascinating account because they're not making up new information, right? They're not filming things that are fake. They're actually taking real things that other people have published and then they're just putting it out there so that we can all see that it exists. So to censor something like lives a TikTok, you're literally saying we don't want you guys to know that a teacher exists that has this opinion. I mean, what side there is censorship? Like, they're not making up information. They're just telling you that things that are actually happening are happening. And so who would want to downplay that? So in this case, lives a TikTok got um, shadow banned. And the committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming her posts encouraged online harassment of hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender-affirming healthcare is equivalent to child boot, uh, abuse or grooming. Now, I gotta be honest, to take the opinion that uh, gender-affirming healthcare is comparable to child abuse or grooming, I think that's reasonable. I actually think that's probably accurate. I mean, from my research, 80 to 95% of kids are resolving themselves. So I don't understand, other than if you were a demon, why you would be pushing this. I don't understand what corruptive force exists that we are trying to bring this to kids. <laughs> but now think through how crazy this logic is, where they're going to take the opposite side of that, right? They're going to take the approach that this is actually helpful to kids and then pretend that their opinion is so correct and accurate that the other approach would actually be engaging in online harassment because if you made this conclusion, people might harass the hospitals that are doing Like, you see like how many mental gymnastics have to be applied so that they can pretend like they're on the good side of censorship. So, all right, here's the wins. I guess we fully validated the fact that the things that we know were happening on social media are happening, which I guess is nice, but I, I don't think it changes anything. And I think the fact that the news is coming through our traditional systems is, uh, is almost a step back from the free market and everyone like us picking up on something and then basically the world going, oh, random individuals with good critical analysis can point out things that are relevant. Right? That's what happened over Corona. Assholes like me were looking at the CDC and going, they're lying. And then I was able to just think through it and put forward arguments of here's why I think they're lying. And guess what? They engaged in so much censorship, they said, you're not allowed to question our policies. That's what YouTube's thing was. You're literally not allowed to question the experts. And now we're unwinding it by, once again, experts coming forward and going, well, good thing we were here to save the day because otherwise he never would have known this. No, what we need is the experts to come in and go, holy shit, we were behind the story on this. Look at what all the other people were saying were actually right. Yeah, all right, I'm repeating Thank myself, so let's move on. Oh, all right, this, if the internet's working, I wanna play, because uh, I, I came across this clip recently from George Carlin, uh, hey. and I think it is, well, let's just play it. I don't even need to give it any. There is no national tune. 
conspiracy to buy elections and control America. But you don't need a formal conspiracy right. when interests converge. These people went to the same universities oh, and fraternities. Please. They're on the it's same boards of directors. They're in the same country clubs. They have like interests. They yes. don't need to call a meeting. They know what's good for them. It's a and they're getting it. And there used there? to be seven oil companies. There are now three. It will soon oh. be two. The things that matter in this country have been reduced in choice. There are two political parties. There are a handful of insurance. There is no national... All right, I'm going to pause here. Now, the second half of this, he gets to a good joke. It's all funny. The point that it, I, I just think is profound is... On a lot of these things, it's true. There isn't some guy behind the scenes orchestrating. It's a lot of people with similar opinions that all have the same interests. In this case, it's people with opinions unlike ours that essentially want to shame us for our point of view and kind of remain in power. It, it, it's like a soft socialism. But with his description of, hey, let's just understand that different people with the same point of views are kind of rising to power, I want to look at... Um, this is not the, what I wanted to look at. Oh, so I play, we played this video. It's not here. All right, this is why I need a producer. But anyways, I will... Uh, um, do you guys remember, you all saw it on Part of the Problem. We played the Twitter guy who was in charge of censorship yeah. when he was on with the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, everyone, if you didn't watch, for the Run Your Mouth listeners at home, if you didn't watch that segment, go watch that segment. I don't need to repeat what was said there. One of the interesting takeaways to me was that's a person that I wouldn't agree with on anything... So the fact that he's rising to a position of power where he gets to make decisions for all of us about what's factually accurate or inaccurate, and then I look at him and his personality type, and it's a very similar personality type to that lady who was going to be like the head of like the information czar lady. Remember her? Fucking theater kid. We would never hang out with that kid ever. You know what I mean? If someone invited her to a party and I walked in, I go, oh shit, this party sucks. I'm leaving. Like... Those are who these people are, and somehow all of these people who we would never get along with are trying to force us into, like, their worldview, and it just kind of falls into the, uh, the George Carlin. All right, so we're going to close off with one last uh, video, which is, um, this was uh, this past week. Let's give it a play. Pause, because uh, basically two months ago she came out as a polite lesbian, and we're watching her slowly change into a fucking sassy black lady <laughs> before our eyes. <laughs> She's like, ah, ah, sugar, I fucking stab you. I'm from Detroit. <laughs>